contending for the gospel. Preaching orthodoxy and promoting unity is Doctrine and Devotion's first annual West Coast Conference. It's going down Saturday, September 28th in Rancho Santa Margarita, California. You can register for this at doctrineanddevotion.com slash west, but stay tuned for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Here we is. Here we ain't. What do you mean? We, what do you mean? Well, like, like right now we're here, but by the when this releases, you're going to be on, like, on vacation or something. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. I will be up on a cliff reading, writing, praying, studying. Oh, so happy. sounds good. It is. It's going to be great. Good. I feel like I'm on a cliff. What? Why? Why do you feel like you're on a cliff? I'm not reading, praying, studying, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Things are good. Things are good. I saw my mom today. Yeah. How's mom doing? Yeah, man. She was looking really good. You know, we got her set up in this. Uh, she's all happy to be living. out of your house. She's oh, like, man. finally. Yeah. She's all happy, having fun, smiling. And I walk in and she's like, oh. It's you. <laughs> no, man, she's so sweet. And uh, yeah, sorry again, man. Bright and uh, for her, right? You know, bright and just chilling, watching some TV. But, you know, yeah, she looks, honestly, she's looks, she's looking really good. And yeah. uh, it puts me at ease because I have a lot it was, of- It was hard for you. Yeah, it was like hard. Yeah. If, if I knew how to cry, I might have, I would have I cried when I dropped her off. Why do you have to away. lie? I know you cried. Stop. Nope. Joe, yeah. Joey. Nope. Joey. Nope. Yeah, I know you cry when you know you, when she looked up at you and she goes, "Joey." Nope. So I said, "Bye, Felicia." <laughs> no, you did not. Don't even lie. But, don't uh, lie. You gotta lie. No, Come on. I'm not lying. I don't cry. I just like just a general rule. It's really it's difficult. a general it's rule. A gen- well, it's not just a rule. It is a rule. <laughs> I do have kind of like don't really cry unless you know I don't know. Well, all right, fine. What it, according to your rules? Mm-hmm. What what? Why okay, are you okay. allowed to cry? What, no, it's not that I'm not allowed. Certain things merit tears, and all right, what are those certain things? All Give right. me just two things that merit All right. tears. Uh, true sorrow over sin or suffering. All right. So that right mm-hmm. there. Yep. That's one. Yep. That merits tears for you. Right. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm able to actually produce said tears in that situation, but it at least is. But I know justified. one thing. I know one thing that does, you know, produce tears for you. What's that? When you run out of cigars. No. When there's no, no more Toros. Well, okay. If there are tears in my eyes, those are angry tears. Those are, those are different. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, no, it was, uh, that was good. And I know like it's a busy day today. You, you know, you, you're, you've been busy. I've been busy. And now we got to record a bunch of episodes and they're, they're doing education for the new policy at, uh, here at Redeemer regarding kids ministries are doing that here tonight. It's Another batch good. of those. So my kids, my teenage kids are going to be here getting trained in that stuff. Um, so yeah, man, lots, lots going on tonight. Get home late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got DG. Oh, that's DG discipleship tonight. group. Yeah, discipleship group. So I'm really looking forward to that. So, so I know, one of the things that uh, came up recently, mm-hmm. what's that? Uh, has been uh, one of your one of your tweets. <laughs> Which one? Which one? You know what? We're going to focus on uh, on uh, the one that you did. What is this? August thirteenth. Well, what day right is here. So here's what you said. Ready? All right. Those giants of the past who contended for the faith didn't think of themselves as heroes. Neither should we. You are not Martin Luther. I am not John Knox, and none of us 
our saviors. Mm, that was yeah. really that was a really good word. And I know that you were preparing, we're getting ready for uh, the conference in yeah. uh, September 28th in Rancho Santa Margarita, and so you know part of your prep work is going through, and you're thinking through these things. And yeah, I've got my 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 first talk. I have detailed outline now, um, but it's still rough. So I've got a lot of work to do. But I'm reading a lot of scripture, and I'm reading a lot of stuff. And I'm thinking through things, and the reason I put that tweet up was because you know right now. Uh, in light of discernment ministries and in light of this whole uh, current uh, emphasis on contending for the faith and calling out false doctrine, all of, you know, that's good stuff to do that. Uh, I've, I've noticed that there is often, not always, but there is often a tendency for people to think of themselves or to think of people that they are backing as heroes as mm. like the, the 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 man who stands in the gap and uh and I, i'm not i'm not saying that there's one person doing this i'm saying we all have this tendency i have this tendency yeah. we like to think of ourselves as the heroes of the story it's like the and it, so i guess it's it's a little uh it's a little embarrassing uh, to see it and it can be a little frustrating i don't see uh i don't see enough humility uh, in us oftentimes when we're contending mm-hmm. and I, I don't see enough hopefulness. You know, it's like we're so busy calling out and condemning that it's almost as if we aren't leaving any room for those people that are wandering or in danger theologically of coming back. We're too busy saying you've crossed the line bye, and then we're, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. You read, you read some of the stuff or you, you listen to some of these guys and it, and, and, or if you catch yourself sometimes, right? You can yeah. catch yourself. Like some guys, maybe so older guys think of themselves like they're like John Wayne. Oh, yeah. Right? Or or maybe if you're my age, you might think like, I'm, I'm John McClane, right? Mm. From Die Hard. And I'm just like the guy, I'll get it done. I'll, I'll, I'll rescue Nakatomi Tower. I got this. You know, mm-hmm. like I just, no shoes, no socks, no shirt, just a wife beater on. I'll go through the glass. <laughs> I'll say, or no like, shoes, no shirt, no problem. That's right. You get it done, man. Ho, ho, ho. And then, uh, <laughs> Or, or maybe welcome you know, to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Eminently quotable Christmas movie, and uh, or, or maybe you know newer generations they're they're looking at the beloved John Wick, right? So they're the <laughs> three 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 famous Johns, first, yeah. second, and third John of yeah. heroes today that people like you, you well, they mean, think well, that they are that's who they are. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, probably some better ones that people are, are thinking of themselves are they think of themselves as as, as a John Calvin, right? Yeah, sure, okay, they, 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 a Christian, or, I mean, oh, yeah, or or a John Knox. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, or, or, or maybe guy. even a John Bunyan. There's a Baptist one there. Okay, I like that. See? All John. What's up with the Johns? Man, listen, you ain't John. Yeah, Everyone's sitting here thinking they're John. You ain't John. No, you're, you're not any of them Johns. You're not first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth. You're not. <laughs> you're, you're, listen, your name probably isn't even John. Like, what do you? Man, I don't know. I, I, and again, like. We we get pumped up, right? Yeah, and and, and we get like, the adrenaline going. Sure, like we're already we're ready for a fight. You know, in our culture today, everything has to be either for us or against us. You're either on this side of the aisle or you're on the other. You know, you're on the other side. You're either a friend or an enemy, and there's no room for in between. Right, and and and, and I get it, right? Because if you're going to contend for the faith, you know, like Luther did you know, like Machen did. Like we, we can point out all of these guys throughout church history who've done this. And you know, it takes courage, right? Because we are you know, naturally, whether we want to admit it or not, fearful uh, and weak. Yeah. And so of course, like our heroes, guys like John Knox, recognize that about themselves. Like that he was a frail man and he knew it. 
So we need courage and and it it does cost a lot to stand up and to fight and to call out heresy or to correct your brothers and sisters. You know, you're going to cut off friendships sometimes when you do that, not necessarily willingly. Yeah, you, uh, some, some of you are going to look, uh, be looked down upon, right? Because the culture is coming against you. Right. Or, or that group of Christians that you're calling out are going to, are going to come against you. So I, I, I get that. I understand that it takes courage and we do need to be, you know, in a worldly sense, you know, um, inspired, right? It, I, I understand that, but really our, our confidence needs to be so rooted in God and in his word that, you know, we don't make the mistake of thinking of ourselves as the hero. And I know nobody wants to admit that they thought, like, I'm not a hero, you know, and you'll quote Luther, well, we just sat in here in Wittenberg and drank beer and the word of God did it all. Yeah, I know. Great quote, but he actually believed it. And I don't know that we all really mm. believe that, right? We, there is, especially when you're being attacked, right? So like, let's say, I'm going to address this particular theological problem and, uh, and this, this, this drift in a particular group. Say, I'm going to, I have to address this. I'm, I'm compelled to address it. Yeah. This, uh, supposed a uh, downgrade. Yes. Right. Okay. So good. Let, let's address the downgrade. And, you know, as, as you're doing that, it's, it's important for us to, 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 to take stock and to say, you know, I am not the one who can fix it. I am the one that needs to call attention to it, uh, or at least one of the people mm -hmm. that should be calling attention to it. Uh, but part of me wonders if enough of us, when we are compelled to speak up and to call out error, if we've actually taken the time to ask, should I be the one? Now, in a sense, we're, we every Christian needs to be able to say, hey, this is wrong and this is right. And we need yeah, to, to take it. a stand. I understand that. But, but our are we the ones to be doing this? And I think that to really figure that out, you, you've, you've got to recognize that contending for the faith is something that, you know, we're called to do. We're called to encourage it. But I think that demands that we're equipped to do it as well. And I think what, when you mean, what you mean by being equipped, I think just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of using your tweet here. And I think that's, that's important here is they didn't think of themselves as heroes. So Part of it, then, there should be this humility yeah. in that you should be equipped with this gospel humility, this this charitable love that you have for your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, I mean, we 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 know that Jesus is the hero, right? And if we really stay rooted in this, if we really stay you know fixated on like, wow, God saved me. He didn't just save me from my sins; like He saved me from my heresies. He saved me from my false doctrines, from my 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 worldly speculations. He saved me from those things, and He's continually saving me from those things because we all have a tendency to drift in one way or another back into that. And so, if you if you maintain that, you're able, I think, to then make the appeal to people boldly. Yeah, it requires boldness but also with you know some restraint and some humility and some hope that these people are actually going to turn. Yeah, like some change. And actually, uh, one of the things I, I really appreciated recently was uh, Dr. White. He, he on, on the dividing line, I think it was right. last week there. And, and if we could find it, uh, I'll have to send it to, to Joe to put in the show notes. Um, if Sorry if I don't do that. But, it's Jimmy's fault if it's not in the show notes. But he was talking. Uh, yeah, it's my fault if it's not in the show notes. Uh, he was talking and... One of the things that, that really convicted me, and I, I shared it with Joe right away, was he was talking about, look, you know, for, for those of us that believe in the sovereignty of God, for those of us that, that believe that, that, uh, God 
saves his elect, and that it's by the Spirit of God that moves hearts, that opens eyes, so that they uh, turn away from their sin and embrace their Savior. We believe that God does that, right? We believe that the Spirit of God moves, and yet in the midst of these theological debates, in this division, uh, in this discussion online, uh, and sometimes in person, how often are we praying for yeah. those, for those that we disagree with. How often are we praying for them that, that God would open their hearts, that God would mm-hmm. change, uh, uh, their, would open their eyes and, and change their heart, right? And I was really convicted of that. Yeah. Because oftentimes I think we want, I do, and so I'm, I'm putting myself in here, you know, I, I want, I want people to change. And so I think, okay, if I just, uh, if I just, maybe argue or try to uh, confront in, in a certain way that mm. that's what's going to change them. That all of a sudden they're just going to say, oh, well, Fofo's right, kind of a thing. Yeah. In- instead of right. praying for them, they say that, hey, if, if, that it's God who who changes hearts. You know, and and that's, that's the emphasis in all of the correction of brothers and sisters, or one of the emphases uh, in all those passages in the New Testament that call for correction is that, like, wow, we're hopeful that they will return. Mm-hmm. That you know that you will turn a brother from his sin, uh, from their erring doctrine, and so listen. If if you know, it, people get defended. People get people get a little defensive about this stuff. Like you'll you'll put up a tweet like this, and they'll be like, "Who are you subtweeting?" And I'm oh like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Oh, okay I'm on. subtweeting all of us. Okay, I, I really am. Uh, we all have this. We all have this this tendency. Um, and so, but when you get defensive. If you're if Jimmy just said, hey, listen, man, we need to be praying for these people that were, I pray. I pray for those people every day. OK, good. Cool, bro. We're not talking about you then. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're fine. But when you get that defensive leads me to believe that maybe there's something going on in there that you yeah. need to deal with. So I know when I get real defensive, usually uh, they're 99 percent of the time. There's there's something I got to be. Yeah, For you, I it's gotta, probably ninety nine point nine. Right. Yeah. And so part of this prayer, then, as, as we're talking about these things, right, uh, is as Again, uh, Dr. White had, had said, I want to see unity, not a false unity, but a unity born out of a common commitment to divine truth. And so, well, we want to see that, that that's what we're trying to do is, is that, you know, this is, this is, this is the church, right? This is the body of Christ. And that, uh, as we should be loving and caring and, and, and seeking out each other's flourishing and the glory of God in the midst of that. And so we want to see unity within the church. And when we all think we're heroes, try, and that means then if you're a hero, you're trying to bash your, the enemy, you're trying right. to go against, uh, the antagonist, right? Uh, then you want to just crush them ultimately. Yeah. And so. <laughs> I don't know. The the it, it it's just it's embarrassing when we set ourselves up as like you know I'm William Wallace and I've got all these crazy face painted people with me and we're we're gonna fight the the English right and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win the battle and you know who's with me it's just it's like all right calm down guys yeah um you know listen we're we're not suggesting that you shouldn't contend for the faith. You have to. If, if we don't contend for the faith, then we are disobeying God. If we don't confront error and false doctrine, we are disobeying God. We are doing a disservice. I mean, if we don't contend, Jimmy, yeah. if we don't contend for the faith, what's the, what, what is the risk that, that we leave God's people in? In disarray, in, 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 uh, in apostasy, right? Moving towards and embracing mm-hmm. a false gospel. You know, we can't just all get along. We, we get that. We believe that. We can't, we can't, can't we just all get along? Can't we all just be friends? Why do we have to fight? Fighting is a part of the Christian life. 
Like you don't get to be a pacifist spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to have to, you're going to fight personal battles. You're going to fight uh, public theological battles. So all of that's good, right? So you have to contend. If you love God and if you love his people, if you love the church, you're going to contend. And I do believe that most of the people that are out there contending for the faith uh, publicly do love God and do love the church. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we're necessarily going about it in the best way. And I'm a guy, right, who knows like I'm going to I'm going to give it my best. I'm going to I'm going to try something here. Maybe I'm going to try and preach on a particular thing. We're putting on this conference, for example. Yeah, when's uh, that conference? Uh, September 28th in, in Rancho, Rancho Santa, Santa Margarita, California. drwosha.com/west. Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know but make sure you guys register drwoodshow.com slash west. This one day micro conference is going to be great from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're going to have a hangout for those registered on Friday night. It's going to be a blast. Lagos is sponsoring. Yeah. Uh, they got some special deals just for our listeners. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, I've got some stuff I want to talk to you about regarding right. that conference. Remind me, remind me to do that after um, after we're done recording. So, yeah, I, I, I think what you said is, is, you know, when you set yourself up as a hero, it, it's, it, it makes your opponents into villains. Um, and, and sometimes that's true. Sometimes they are enemies of the gospel, right? I mean, that's a biblical concept, right? Yeah. There are enemies of the gospel out there. But sometimes we are not contending for the gospel against heretics, but we're contending for the gospel with real brothers and sisters who love Jesus, but who are erring. And it is not wise, nor is it biblical. It's not okay to think of them as enemies. We're specifically told not to do that. We're told to think of them as brothers and sisters. And of course, there's going to come a time when an erring brother or sister does become an enemy of the gospel, yeah. right? There, there is an apostasy that can and does happen where, you know, and I know that that's a very hard word to say, um, but so let me just say this. It, when, when somebody is out there teaching false doctrines and leading people astray, yes, they are uh, leading people away from the gospel. They are heretics and they're enemies of the gospel and they need to be confronted and, and condemned even for their doctrines. And yet we're supposed to pray for our enemies, right? We're yeah. supposed to bless those who persecute us. And then there are those who maybe they're, 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 I mean, what about people that, that have apostatized or maybe they have believed these things, but they're not actively teaching or anything. Uh, the, the way that we talk to them is probably going to be different. Absolutely. Uh, at least in tone. Oh, I know tone. I, I'm, I'm, I'm such a sensitive girly, girly man. Like, cause I, I, cause I think tone matters, but I, but I do the, the way you say things matters. It, it has an impact. Right. And so like, just just the way that you tell somebody to repent. Well, I, I just tell people to repent. Well, good. So do I. But screaming at somebody uh, who is uh, in sin to repent is different than the way Jesus approached people and told them to repent. Mm. Right. So the, the tone and delivery, all that stuff really does matter. And don't equate yourself with Jesus. Yeah. That, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Oh, well, see, Jesus turned tables. Wait a second. How you? How you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, he did that once and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, maybe twice. Depends on how you uh, you look at those passages. Um, but really, uh, I'm, I'm fine. Yes, Jesus is our example. Um, but oftentimes the people that want to say, well, Jesus turned over tables. Like, yeah, you are in table turn mode all the time. Like that's like that. that so some people are. Yeah. yeah but that's what I mean. So we got to balance that out with um, 
with like how did Jesus in general approach these people? And then what does Paul say? You want to look at, at the whole of scripture. You know, when, when you think of yourself as the hero, or maybe not consciously so much, right? But when you, when you begin to feel that you're the hero, it's really easy to sort of believe your own hype and your own PR and to not realize that you could be wrong or that you need to change. Yeah. I mean, if you can't apologize, if you can't, like you said, James White came out and he was like, Hey guys, I was wrong about this. You know, I didn't understand some of the backgrounds of this trailer, yep. or what was said. So I was wrong there. Um, that's great. Like he's a guy that can say, and hopefully I can be that kind of a guy who can say, Hey, I was wrong here. And this, the, no, that, that's on me. I'm yeah. sorry. Hope you forgive me. And I want to learn from it. Yeah, but, and, and for some of you that are just assuming that he wasn't genuine, I, I don't think that's fair. I just want to point think, that out there. I don't think, that, I don't think that's right. No, no. I don't think that's fair. I, if you assume I, anything, I don't think you have to assume it's genuine. Yeah, exactly, He's a brother. You have exactly. to assume it's genuine Come until on it proves otherwise. Like, he's not going to have a whole show about not being genuine the whole throughout. Is someone really that deceitful that they're going to, you know, uh, it just it, it boggles my mind the way that uh, sometimes we could look at other brothers and sisters and just assume their sincerity when they're apologizing. It's like so, the humility so, that it takes to do that, you know. So, so James comes out and he says, hey, man, I, you know, I was wrong here. Um, and then you're not taking him sincerely. How is that any different from your complaint that people coming against you and your people are calling you insincere? Exactly. Or, it's just, I agree, man. So you, you, you gotta be willing to, to see where you can do better. So like, I, I want to do better. Uh, that's what I was, I was trying to say earlier, right? It's like, you know, if we're going to try and put on a conference or if I'm preaching a sermon or I'm doing evangelism, I, I want to know, like, is there a better way? Right. Like, so I, I know what scripture calls me to do. Right. But what's the best way to pull it off? What's what's you know, who who can I look at uh, that I can talk to or who can I read um, and, and learn from so that as I'm doing the things that God has called me to do, the things that I believe God has called me to do, that I'm actually being sanctified. Right. I mean, like, I don't I would hope that I'm getting better in my praying, in my loving, in my preaching, in my parenting over the years. I hope I'm not doing everything exactly the same now as I was 10 years ago. Yeah. I hope that I'm learning and changing in the process. And if you think of yourself as a hero, you know, you know who doesn't need the change? John Wick. He's perfect. He just, <laughs> he just kills the bad guys. He just kills all the bad guys. He doesn't need the change. All of them. All the bad guys. All of them. Every of, of the one. Yeah, all of, all of those people. And they, you know what? Because they killed his dog. They don't do that. You don't. You don't kill a man's dog. If it was a cat, there'd be no movie. They'd just be like, ah. Oh, he'd be like, okay, bye, yeah. cat. All right. Bye, Felicia. The end. So, so John, John's went and got another cat. All right. <laughs> he might not even have noticed that his cat was dead because cats are so aloof. <laughs> kind of like you are these days, Jimmy. Just aloof and gone. Don't even know that you're, you know, whether you're here or you're not. Um, so, again, all this to say, um, yeah, it's, it's funny that that's what you wanted to talk about because um, – this is not me pointing at anybody. No. This is this this was me simply saying, let's be careful here, especially since you and I are putting on a conference on doing this. Like we aren't the heroes. We aren't the guys that have it all figured out. No. But we make our mistakes. We 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 think we can share what we have learned over, you know, twenty plus years of, of pastoral ministry. We wanna we wanna share these things and and encourage people to go about this in a holistically biblical way. Yes. You're we have to confront heresy and false doctrine. Mm -hmm. We need to contend for the faith, but we need to do it humbly while we do it boldly. And we need to see Jesus as the hero who actually saves and changes and us as slaves, servants that follow alongside him who are uh, graciously used by him in small measure uh, as he's accomplishing his purposes. That's, that's really the point. 
Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoFoStore.com and grab the freshest of gear. September 28th is right around the corner. Big thanks to Lagos for helping us put on this conference. Uh, you can head to the website, drvotion.com slash west, and you can register for this one-day micro-conference. Uh, it's going to be great. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, we hope you guys can make it. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.